Father, talk to us through your word. Your word is spirit. Your word is life. Release that fresh life for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You are welcome to today's service. If there is anyone who is here for the first time, you can put up your hand and we welcome you in a special way. There is none. John chapter. 14 John chapter 14 verse 21 He that hath my commandments and keepeth them he it is that loveth me and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Come again. And Judas saith unto him, Not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Yuda atali iskariot na mugama anti mukama wafe chibadde chitya gwe okugenda okutulabikira fe so si eliensi Jesus answered and said unto him if a man love me he will keep my words and my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode with him Yesu naddamu na mugama anti omuntu bwanjagala anakuwa tangebira girobya Echigambo change, nechitanga na mwagaranga, ilatu na janga jari, netutulanga jari. Obedience. Okugonda. The life of obedience. Obulamu wokugonda. Jesus, Yesu, through these verses, he is continuing to reveal to us that obedience is the key to a strong relationship with God the Father. 
Accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior brings you into the kingdom, brings you into the family. When you arrive, when you've accepted Him, you begin a long journey where Jesus wants to make Himself real to you. He wants to reveal Himself. He wants to manifest himself. And the Bible is saying, if you keep my words, if you obey my words, then you are the one that loves me. It shows that you love God through obedience. It shows that you don't love him through disobedience. Some might say that they love him much as they don't do certain things that he wants them to do. That is disobedience. Half obedience is disobedience. The life that we live causes us not to get a full or a clearer understanding of who Jesus is. And as Judas asks Jesus, how come you are going to manifest yourself to us and not to the world? In other words, to Judah, is that we've seen you, but the world needs you more. And to Jesus, is that he's not only desiring to save the world, it's not all about those in the world to come to his kingdom, but those who have accepted him to come to know him. There is an emphasis of Jesus to those who have come in, to those who are already saved, to those who have already accepted him, you can be born again, you can be going to church, you can be a servant of the Lord, you can be ministering in church, but when you do not know Jesus, you know him as a name, you know him that is the son of God, but you do not experience him on a daily basis. He's not real to you. And he is showing us here the only way Jesus can be real is when we walk in obedience. Is when we obey him. And he says, we will come and make our home with you. Praise the Lord. Jesus Yesu. wants to teach us obedience. He wants us to learn obedience because he himself went through the school of obedience. It is only those that have been taught that are able to teach others effectively. And so Jesus, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 5, 
that though he were a son yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered and being made perfect he became the author of eternal life or eternal salvation and to all them that obey him. So you see how the life of obedience or the subject of obedience stands out with the Lord. He could not have God as his father fully if he was not obeying him. He could not love God the father fully if he was not obeying him. So obedience stands out. The Lord's desire is that we walk in obedience. That we learn obedience. That we learn to obey him. How can you obey him? You need to know the secret of fellowship. Obedience is not physical. Obedience is not mechanical. Obedience is not mental. It is a spiritual life because God the Father draws you to this life of obedience. Praise the Lord. So, as you fellowship with him, as you abide with him, he opens up himself, he releases that grace of obedience upon your life. I've preached here. It's coming to a year. Every Sunday. Since the lockdown. I've been preaching here every Sunday. These days. I've been asking myself. What has the preaching done? In people's lives. Here. Those who hear the word. What has happened in their lives? What change has taken place in their lives? You may not understand those questions. But to me, there have been questions of trying to seek God and trying to redefine certain things. What does our coming to church mean? What does our praying mean? When I say that Jesus is my Lord and Savior, what does it really mean? Ladies and gentlemen, not until everyone that calls themselves a believer understands personal relationship with God that Christ will become real to them and they begin to manifest a different life. A different life. It is not about how much you hear. It is not about how many services you attend. It is not about your giving. It is not about how many scriptures that you read in the Bible. But it is one thing and that is how much 
much obedience do you bring forth? To what extent do you give your life to the word of God? To what extent do you seek, do you travail, do you labor to see that what you read in the Bible is part of you. To what extent do you desire and seek God and cry to the Lord when you look into your life and you see emptiness and you see your life challenged by natural things, challenged by evil, challenged by the circumstances you go through, challenged by those who treat you in a wrong way and you react negatively. But at the same time you are a believer. Do you get challenged when you look into your life that you spend a lot of time in your work, in your business, in your studies, with friends, with family and you spend very little time with God. And when you try to say that I'm spending time with God, there is no fulfillment. You do not touch him. He does not touch you. He is not real to you. But you do not admit. When we have people coming to church and they do not come to God, when we have people who sing powerful Christian songs, powerful songs of worship, but their hearts never touch God. And God never touches their hearts. Doesn't that challenge us? Where are we going if we do not have fully God? Where are we going if God does not change our lives? Talk to us and reveal himself to us. The Bible says Jesus, though he was a son, he was a son of God. He learned obedience. God wanted him to learn obedience. Because God knew that moment is going to come of the cross. And without obedience, he might look at his position as a son and just stand in that position as a son and claim his rights as a son and fail to look at the demand of his father. He fails to look at the will of God. Sonship goes hand in hand with meeting the will of the Father. That which makes someone a son and a true son is their connectivity to the Father. It is not only being born and someone begins to live. Being a son is a continuous life. Being a father is a continuous life. It is a life. 
It is a life. It is not about someone being dropped out. And they begin to live their own lives. If it was so, all human beings would be just dropping from, from heaven. And they fall down and begin to do what they want. There is a life between you and God. That life has to be fulfilling. That life has to be real. That life has to be within. That life is not tied onto things. That life is not tied onto what you do. That life is not tied onto your job. It's not tied onto money. It's not tied onto the material things that you have. That life has to be real. And it has to be defined in its entirety from the source of it that is God himself. Jesus, when he learned obedience, the Bible says, having been made perfect, he became the author of eternal life. There is a life of God that will begin to flow through the church when the church has been fully connected with God. There is a life of Jesus that will begin to flow through a believer when that believer has been fully connected with God. Without that full connection, there will be always missing gaps. There will be always missing links. There will be no fulfillment. There will be no satisfaction. And people will look for joy from things. People will look for love from people. People will look for peace from others without that connection with God. How do we connect? Fellowship. Jesus shows us though he was a son, he learned obedience. How did he learn obedience? If he learned, you need to learn. Are you learning? Do you apply what you learn? Mark chapter 1, verse 35. Mark chapter 1, verse 35. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. The desire for fellowship with God. The desire for fellowship with God. The desire to meet with God. That desire, once it is within you, it is going to cause you to get out. It is going to cause you to wake up in the morning. Why? I want to meet with God. I want to fellowship with God. Your daily life of obedience 
obedience is going to come from your daily morning communing with God. Every morning, every morning, when you wake up, very early, and you choose, I'm going to meet God. I want to fellowship with God. I want to talk with God. When you wake up in the morning, and you're not going to tell him, protect me today, I'm going to go through today, protect me, no accidents, no death, bless my journey. If it's not only that, but a desire to fellowship with him, where your heart wants to meet with his heart, your life is longing, what is on his mind, what is on his heart, what does he want to breathe in my life, what does he want to say, why does Jesus go away, why does Jesus go out, why does Jesus go in a solitary place, fellowshipping with God, we require commitment, fellowship Shipping with God will require concentration. Concentration. Many people, as they say that they are fellowshipping with God, their phones nearby, a small beep, a small ringing, they grab it. They want to know what has appeared on the phone. That is non concentration. Many people, as they fellowship, they have people around. They want to pray with people. They want to fellowship while others are around. And while others are praying also, you see people talking different things, and others are triggered to flow in the same direction. Others, while they see others sleep, they say, Yen Faji. Let me also sleep. No concentration. Jesus goes in a solitary place. Jesus goes out. Even at times, he goes with the disciples, he leaves them somewhere, he goes an extra mile. Why? If you do not have the revelation of communing with God, you can easily be drawn by other people into their own world. And so we get to a point where we are not fulfilled in God. We are not getting a breakthrough in the understanding of Jesus, who Jesus is. But simply life just goes on. And so we get challenged by sin. We get challenged by the natural world. And we get perfected more into the natural world and the spiritual world. We just talk about it, but we are not experiencing it. We just talk about God, but we are not experiencing Him. We talk about the Holy Spirit, but we are not fully experiencing Him. He goes out to pray. He goes out to commune with God. And you look at His life, that eventually He goes through that day, and he knows, I've loved my God. I love him. And he loves me. 
What I hear him say is what I say. What I hear him do is what I do. How can that be? It is through fellowship. As he creates time for him, every morning, he knows this is going to be a day of obedience. This is going to be a day of victory in obedience. Prayer is not a duty. It's not a duty. Prayer is fellowship. It's fellowship. It's not a duty. It is fellowship. The Bible says we were created in his likeness. How can we step into that likeness? How? It is through fellowship. Fellowship. You wake up in the morning and you create time and you are turning to him and you are worshipping him. The mind is going on to him. The heart is going on to him. As you pray, as you worship him, you are not only looking at your work of that day. You are not only looking at your studies of that day. You are not only looking at the needs. You are not looking at the dates. There are some people who think, oh, God, if you are there, why don't you clear all my debts? How did you get in debt in the first place? How did you get there? How did you get in that situation? How did you get in that situation where everything is messed up? There must have been a beginning point. There must be a point where you got in that mess. And so it's not all about clearing that mess that eventually you come to fellowship with God. No. Fellowshipping with God will bring you back into alignment with Him. Fellowshipping with Him will bring you back to that place where you are stepping into His likeness. What does it mean? His likeness. Your thoughts begin to be aligned with his thoughts. Your actions begin to be aligned with his actions. Nothing comes out of you that is contrary to his character, to his nature. Praise the Lord. He invites you he invites you into his inner chambers. He invites you into that inner chamber to know him better, to receive his communication to hear from him, to receive his love, to receive strength, to know what to do and to walk into that life of obedience. It will happen more as you understand the secret of that private morning prayer that our Lord Jesus Christ initiated. You're going to step into a life, daily life, that is full of God. 
when you talk of being full of God and day full of God, it's not about going through the day and you're speaking in tongues. But obedience. Obedience. Jesus said, if you keep my commandments, I will make myself real to you. Have you ever gotten to a point where you heard the Lord say, don't do that. Don't go there. Do this. Do that. That can only happen if you've allowed yourself to be touched by him. To draw you into that life of obedience. The Bible says that he suffered. Suffering is unnatural. But it produces results. You cannot say that you've surrendered fully to God. You look at what you've treaded. What have you suffered? What have you let go? What have you gone through? That has brought you to that point. Where you say, my father. And my God. My entire life. Is in your hands. This life is not a life that you attain once, but a daily desire. I want to know him. I want to walk with him. Yes, the pressure may mount around you, but you as someone who knows the importance of fellowshipping with him. You go through and you say, my father, help me. Help me put off these thoughts. Help me put off this pressure. Help me, Lord. Help me put off I want to touch you. I want to fellowship with you. I want to get close to you, Lord. I want to be there with you, Lord. And as you pray and as you pray, you think the Holy Spirit is helping you. He's joining you and he begins to carry you. And there is that deeper desire of him. The more you go, the more you cry to him, the more desire you have for him, the more longing, and the more longing, the more he's drawing you to himself, the more he draws you to himself, the more you are drawing closer to him, the more you draw, the more he's changing you, the more you are hearing his heart, the more you are hearing his will, the more you are flowing in his love, the more you are flowing in his requirements, the more you are caught up into his likeness. The likeness of God is real. I want you to stand on your feet. I want you to rise. I want you to do only one thing. One thing. One thing. One thing. One thing.
Look into your life. Look into your life. Look at where you are in terms of God. Do you have God? Is He in control of your life? Do you know Jesus? Is there a gap in you? You've gone through a moment of worship when we had that moment of praise and worship. What did that moment do to you? As you worshipped, what happened to you? Ladies and gentlemen, as you prepare your heart to pray, the Father wants to bring us to that point of saying enough is enough. Enough is enough. I get out of every lie. I get out of every deception. I want Christ to be real. I want God to be real. I want his word to be real. I want to know you. Let's stand Lift your voice and pray. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7. Hebrews 5:7. Who in the days of his flesh. Who in the days of his flesh. He learned obedience in the days of his flesh. But who in the days of his flesh. When he had offered up prayers. And supplications. With strong crying 
With strong crying. With strong crying. And tears. And to him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared. Though he was a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. How is your prayer? Are you whispering? Are you whispering in prayer? Do you travail in prayer? Do you long to travail? Do you, do you have vehement cries? Are you controlled in your prayer? Are you prayer diplomatic prayers? Do you have a longing? Do you have a desire to know God? Are you satisfied with your being far from God? Or you are desperate? Oh, I pray that the Lord will stir up your life. I pray that you will change. I pray that you'll be transformed. I pray that you will not be the same in the name of Jesus. You will not be a hearer. You will not go to church every Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday, but you are the same in the name of Jesus. I pray if today is your last day to be alive, let it count. Let it count. I pray that there will be someone that will say, Father God, without you, it's not worth to live. I pray that there will be someone that will say, without knowing Jesus, it is not worth living. I pray that there will be someone that will say, no matter what you are, no matter whether you're educated or you are not educated, no matter whether you're working where, it doesn't matter whether you're a student or known, it doesn't matter whether you are a servant of God or not, but I pray that there will be people that will look unto Jesus and look at his life and desire to have that life in their lives. If he prayed, if he offered up prayers with groanings, with cryings, with you cannot just whisper, you cannot just be there, you cannot just be there, you cannot just be, cannot just be a nice person, you you cannot just be a nice believer. No, 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 no. You better wake up. You get up, be stirred up. You cannot pray because the others are praying. You cannot pray because the pastors are praying. No. If you are saved, know who saved you. If you are born again, know who saved you. You might come to church because your parents come to church. You can come to church because your bosses come to church, I pray that you will wake up, you will wake up, and you will know that there is a God, there is a God, there is a God. Father, my God, beyond what we see, we need you, Lord. Beyond beyond what we have, O oh God, we need you, oh Father. Beyond coming to church, O oh God, we need you, King of glory.
we need where is God where is the Redeemer where is the God of Abraham the God of Isaac the God of the Bible the God of my God we've walked in disobedience several times oh God we've pursued our own lives we've pursued our world oh God Father have mercy. Lord have mercy. Draw us into that life of obedience, O God. My Lord, cause the church to wake up. Cause the believer of today to wake up, O God. Reboko shekayam bere baba, raba labo shekayam bere ba, mantelele boyamde, reba dabo zete, makayam bere boyamde. Lord God, lebo shetele boyamde. It's not about preaching. It's not about praying. It's not about It's not about labo shekayala la boyamde. It's about you, O God. It's about you, O God. Lebo shambere bo. It's about you, my Father. It's about your likeness, O God. Raba labo shambere bo. Raba labo Remove every barrier, remove every barrier, my God. Open our eyes, O God. Open the la Father of glory, my God, you are alive, O God. You are real, my Father. You live, O God. Jesus, Rabala Boshe, 
My God, my God, my God, my God, Oh God of glory, Makayam de Rebo, Makayam de Rebaba, Rababa Bayam de Rababa Bayam de Rebala Bosete, Ribaba Boyam de Makayaraba, Rabala Bosambe, Rakayala Baba, Makayam de Rebaba, Ram 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 de Rebaba, Raya Raba Baba Bana Bosande, Ribaba Labo, Ramder Baba, Ramder Baba, Ramder Baba, Ramder Baba, Ramder Baba, Rakaya Ramosande, Ribala Bosande, Reboyande, Ribaba Labosayaraba, Rayande Reboyande, Rebosete Rebosete Reboyande. Zakayan de Raba, Makayam de Rebosite, Rebaba Baba Yam de Rebaba, Ram de Rebabayam de Rabala Bosam de Rebo, Ram de Rebabayam de Rabababayam de Rabababayam de Rabala Bosam de Rabala Bodaba, Ram de Rebabababa, Ram de Rebabayam de Rabababala Bosam de Rekayan Baba, Rekayam de Rebaba, Rim de Ram de Rebaba, Ram de Rebaba, Rakayam Deba, Rakayam de Deba. Zekayanda de Rabayamde, Zokotala Bayamde, Zokotala Bayamde, Zibrayam Deba, Zibrayam de Rebaba, Zim de Rebaba, my God, Rebosete, my God, Rebosem de Reba, Makoyam de Reba, Makoyala Bosam, Makoyala Labayam, Mayanda Baba, Mayam de Reba, Mayam de Rebaba, Mayam de Reba, Mayam de Rebaba, 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 Mayam de my God and to you le to you we come like to you rebo someday to you le rebo someday you must be there you must le baba you are Rebaba, Ram de Rebaba, Robosete Reboyamde, Rebose Kayara Baba Bayamde, Rebala Bosete Reboyamde, Rebala Bosete Reboyamde. 
God of glory. God of Arabosika yam de rebosite. Rebokota ba yam de rebosite. Rebokosekele bo yam de. Rebokotele ba yam de rebosite. Rebokom de rebosite. Rabakota ba yam de. Rabakota ba yam de. Rabakota ba yam de. Rabakota ba yam de. Rabakosetela ba yam de. Hababazute. Rebobosite. Ribabazute. 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 Baba, Rekota Bayamde, Rokose Kabdalaba, Rekosa Rabayamde. Zendere de Baba, Zekayara Baba Labosite, Rabala Bosite, Rababa Baba Bayamde, Robo Sebrayam de Baba, Baba Kulabayamde, Baba, Rebose Kayam de Rebosite, Rohomotakatefo, Rebaba Yam de Rebosite, Baba Labosite, Baba Rabocote Rabacunde, Rebocose Rababa Yamde, Rebroco Bricabracam de Brocon de Bream de Bream de Bream de Rabriam de Bream 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 de Oh Jesus, oh Garabo City, Ribo City, Ricata Raraboyamdi, Ribo Cosica Yadaraboyamdi, Macayande de Ribo City, Ribabalabo City, Macayande de Ribo City, Ribo Cosita Lalaba, Rabalabo City, Recandeleba. Rekatalabaya, Rekosite Leba, Rekosite Labayamdi, Rekosite Labayamdi, Rebokotabayamdi, Rebokotabayamdi, Rabababa, Rebokotabayamdi, Rabababa Labositi, Rekosemdeba, Rekosite Lebaba, Rakatabayamdi, Rakatabazuti, Rakosukum de Rebaba, Rekosukobram Deba, Rekosukobram Deba, Rekosukobaba, Rekosite Lebaba, Rekosite Libayamdi, Rekosite Leba. Yamdi, Rekositileva Yamdi, Rakataba Yamdi, Rakasukolaba Yamdi, Rakosukoteba Yamdi, Rekositelaba, Rekositeleba Yamdi, Rekositelaba Yamdi, Rakatababa, Rekosoteleba, Rekataba Yamdi, Rekosikayanaba Yamdi. Ribabala Bositi, Rabala Bosikandalabayamdi, Rabababa la Bositi, Makayara Rababa, Makayam de Rebaba, Makayam de Rebaba, Makayam de Rebaba, Makurobo City de Bayamdi, Rabala Bositi de Bayamdi, Rabala Bosikayalabayamdi, Robocotella Bacamdi, Robocosekalabayamdi, Rabababayamdi, Robosekayarabayamdi, Rabababa la Bositi de Boyamdi, Riketi Rebeketi, Rekezeke. Rebayamdi, Rekezeke Reboyamdi, Rekezelababa, Makayada Bababa, Rakatala Bayamdi, Rekosetela Bayamdi, Rabala Bositi, Rakatala Bayamdi, Rekosotela Bayamdi, Rabada Bositi, Rebabala Bodababa, Rakayam de Bababa, Rabala Bosekaya Rabababayamdi, Rabababababalaba, Rabababababayamdi. Oh God of glory. God of glory, God of glory, Rebozikaya Raboziti, 
Lord have me Lord abozika ya abozite rikutilele bazite rikozuko delele bozite rikoto baba rikozuko teleba yambi rikozuko lala baba baba rikozotelele bayambi rakatala bozitelele bayambi father of glory you who lives you who reigns you lebozitela lala yambi to you we come to you lala bozite rabala bozika ya rada bozite matala lala bo rebokozitele baba rekoze ya lala bayambi riba baba 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 riba baba 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 riba baba 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 yambi riba baba 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 rekoze ko ya rada bozite precious lord
Heavenly Father, one thing that we know is that you are there. One thing that we know is that the Bible is true. One thing that we know is that Jesus died on the cross to save us. Father, we don't want anything less than what Jesus died for at Calvary. We want you. We need you. We need your life. We want the reality of Jesus. The reality of God. And you've called us into this life of obedience. And you release the grace, my Lord, that your children may walk into that life. Father, let that grace to fellowship with you abound. I pray, dear God, release a deeper hunger in someone's life here, God, that even when they will leave this place, that hunger will be so strong throughout this week, my Father, that they will be compelled to turn to you. They will be compelled to call upon you. They will be compelled to create time for you, to fellowship with you, my Father. That longing, Lord, God, will be so strong and there will be that breakthrough, Father, we choose you, we choose obedience, we choose loving you, we choose walking with you for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I pray that the hand of God will be upon you. Even when you leave this place, that he will be with you, drawing you closer. Jesus, land obedience. Through the things that he suffered. He wants to teach you that God is supreme. He's everything. He wants to teach you that he's the only one to look up to, to obey to walk with. As you get a hold of your offering, Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for who you are. May you bless your children and preserve them as they leave this place. May your name be glorified. We need you, Lord. We need you in our time. We need you in our generation. 
as you've said in your word, you will manifest yourself. So Lord, teach us to obey. Teach us to keep your word. Teach us to love you supremely. Because we want to see you. We want to experience you. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.